time for another beer. Try to get one quick. Oh, rush me. I'll leave her garbage on my desk. Put it underneath the desk. No, I'll put it on top. Put it underneath the desk. I don't want to see it. It looks nice. We don't need your fucking trophies. Then. It looks nice. Oh. Alright. Okay, what are we starting with? All the notes that you took. Oh, wonderful. If you had to face off against the Meg or the monster great white from Jaws, which one are you picking? Meg one or two? It is Meg one or two. The first shark or the second one? Uh, whichever one. I don't care. Shit, whichever one you prefer. Like a 20 foot difference. Second one's significantly bigger. No. Mmm. Or with or who? Which Jaws? Jaws. Like OG. OG. <sighs> I'd probably have to pick. If I had to pick one that I wanted to face off against, probably Meg. Yeah. Like I would just rather it be swallowed whole. Yes, exactly. Like bring it on. Get like, it over with. That fucking. The other Jaws is just so gnarly. It's and, like, fucking scary. Yeah. Scarier. It's like. Seems like it's just so much more like intent on hurting you than it is like eating you whole. Yeah, someone like doesn't even notice. Yeah, like in between it and a boat, legs just collateral damage. Oh, here with with it. Yeah, like, everyone knows that what it's doing. Yeah, and it's tangible. You know, it's not like a fucking computer generated image. Also, that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Good to have you back, pal. Yeah! Johnny Jaws cast. Johnny Jaws cast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Johnny Jaws cast. Holy shit, what's it been? When was the last time we did an episode? We did it on Deep Blue Sea. Oh man. Back in it it was had to be before Halloween. So yep. it had to be like back in August. Jesus Christ. What is that? How many is that like six months, give or take? Yeah, at least. Yeah. Well, we're back. <laughs> New year. Same boys. <laughs> New Jazz Cast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'm your host, Johnny Horror. With me is my co-host, my partner in crime. Brian Cowler. Hey! God damn it. You thought I forgot. That's really old me. <laughs> you sack of shit. <laughs> like I could ever forget. <laughs> I was sitting there thinking before the pod, I was like, what was the thing that <laughs> that we were doing with his name for a minute? I was like, oh yeah, that was it. Well, that was super embarrassing thing you did that one time that we've been writing for a year and a half. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Never going to let it go. Wonderful. Fantastic. Um, hey, Ben, man. How's things? Yeah, you know, life is life. 
Sharks are sharks. Life All is good life. shit. Sharks are sharks. Yeah, can't complain. We're putting that on a t-shirt. <laughs> Johnny Jaws cast on the front. Left breast pocket. There you go. In the back. Life is life. Sharks are sharks. <laughs> there we go. It'll be a hot seller. Limited yeah. time release. Yeah. We'll make uh, four. Go for <laughs> Two for us. For Hector, probably. Uh, <laughs> well, as promised, all the way back uh, in, like, August, uh, our episode that we are doing is on the Meg. Yeah. The 2018 film directed by John Turtletop and starring Jason Statham. Um, in the film, a bunch of dumbass scientists fuck with nature and then some Balls to the wall shit ensues involving fucking dinosaur sharks. And turn get fucked. Mostly. Blah, blah, blah. We've seen it all before. <laughs> Deep Blue Sea, Jurassic Park, Godzilla. You know, it's just, you know, varying degrees of scientists fucking with nature and then getting fucked in return. Yep. Um, who did it best? We'll have to wait and see. Right. Uh, Brian, what and when was the first time you saw the Meg? Your bachelor party. Yeah. That was the first time I saw it. Which I feel like it had just come out, really, right? Yeah, it was that weekend. Yeah, it was that, like... that weekend. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we saw it on a Thursday. We saw it like on opening night or something like that. Yeah, in Las Vegas. In Las Vegas, baby. <laughs> Went to a movie theater in Las Vegas. It was my bachelor was party. Vegas. We were in Las Vegas, and I wanted to watch a dumb shark movie. And was it at the casino or near the casino that had the like the mummified shark at the bar? It was there. It, it was, was at there. the same one, like, right? I okay. don't even know. Like, there's no way that we could have. That's not Rosie, though, is it? The shark. That's the, a different one, right? Yeah. No, okay. I don't I can't, I couldn't remember. But, like, there's no way they just put up that display for the movie. So it's right, just, yeah. like, this, like, odd thing. Um, and weird if shark-themed bar. I can put a, a link to that. We took a picture with it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I can I can add a, a link in the um, in the notes. To the picture that we took with <laughs> such that, a trip with that shark. It's just like, what are the odds that we go see a shark movie and end up at a casino with a a shark that yeah. sat over the bar? Yeah, and it was like right outside the theater. Yeah, I feel like it was very close walking it, distance. Yeah, I mean, it's like about as much as anything was ever meant to be. You know, like you yeah. just couldn't. Couldn't plan for something like that. I didn't like it. No, we had never been been to this fucking um, casino before. And it was just like we showed up there and we're just like, is that a... That's a fucking shark. Uh Uh-huh. And like a 10-foot glass tank. Yeah. And like 10 feet above the like center of the bar. Yeah. It was a big island of a bar, I remember. Yeah. And this big like petrified, freakish looking mummy shark just chilling in this tank. Yeah, we went and... 
We didn't have what the drinks beforehand odds? there. We had drinks. We came after afterwards. Yeah. We had drinks there. Yeah. Yeah, we went and saw the movie and then we came back out and then had drinks at that bar and took pictures. It was you, me, my brother, our friend TK, our friend Nick, and our frequent collaborator yep. on this podcast. Um, or, excuse me. The Johnny Horror Podcast, which is separate from the Johnny Jaws <laughs> cast. Um, uh, Kalen Behrman. Yep. Um, who, yep. you know, you know, is with us in spirit. That's right. Um, right here. Yeah, right right there. We, we, gotta, <laughs> we gotta do the, the three of us again, because that was arguably one of the best podcasts that we've done. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was the first time I saw it, though. I yeah. was in theaters right when it came out. Yeah. I was thrilled. That was like the, fir- the, the third or fourth time I, I had seen it. Yeah, that makes sense. It doesn't add up, but no. Yeah, that was the first time I saw it as well. It was amazing. Uh, in theater, I loved it. It was... Uh, Every time I've seen it since, it has decreased in yeah, like, ability. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's how it goes. Uh, for me, <laughs> I gotta say that that viewing experience was really, like, the... The theatrical experience itself was very memorable. Yes. The film, I remember walking out being just like really bummed out because they didn't, the, I knew going into it that it wasn't going to be what the books were. I had read right. the first two books in the Meg series. You were well versed going um, into it. And the, I've read all, now I've read all the books in the Meg series and they are all varying degrees of good to great as far as just a fun read. Um, I really enjoy all those books. At the time, I had only read the first two books, and the first one, actually, they were both really, really good. Um, but they definitely took themselves seriously, and um, they're really scary reads, those first couple of books. And then when we saw the trailers, like, mm-hmm. you're like, all right, cool. This is not going to be what those books are. You can right. tell that that's not yeah. the the tone exactly. that they're trying to set. And it looked like they were trying to set a tone of this is just wacky fun. This is a Jason Statham movie, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you're kind of like <laughs> hoping for the transporter on the water, basically, with a giant ass. Pretty much. Fish. And it, <laughs> or crank, you know. Yeah, dude. Whichever. <laughs> would pay so much money <laughs> to see Chev Chelios take on the Meg. I would love that. Um, <laughs> just like car batteries strapped to his nipple exactly. as he jumps into the ocean. <laughs> just to electrocute the shark. <laughs> He survives it. It doesn't matter. My work But I digress. The the wackiness and craziness that I had hoped uh, for the film that was very much suggested in the trailer, it was not really what we got. So I was kind of left with this this muddling, like, well, I didn't get the the serious tone and scariness of the book and nor did I get this outlandish like over the top like monster movie I got something that was trying to um do a little bit of A and a little bit of B and we can discuss 
Uh, we right. will discuss whether or not they uh, succeeded in that. Um, but uh, I just I, I don't know if I have uh, any any other seg here, but we can just go ahead and dive on in, <laughs> for lack of a better phrase, into the Meg. Uh, this first episode, as per usual, Brian and I are going to talk about the things we liked, the things we didn't like, some of our um, random thoughts. Uh, we do have a couple of other categories that we're going to throw out. Um, and then for our following episodes, we will discuss the uh, making of the movie. And for this specific film, we will discuss the similarities um, and um, differences between the book and the feature film that we eventually got. And then we'll round it out with our final thoughts and probably what will be a three-part uh, show, if no, I guess. If I had to <laughs> put money on it. I'm not a betting man, but if I was, well, hot damn. Um, so, without further ado, we are going to talk about the Meg and discuss the things we liked um, uh, and didn't like. But before we get to that, as we tend to do on the Johnny Jaws cast, uh, on our very first episode, Brian, uh, as he's known to do, went off on a fucking wacky ass rabbit trail and okay. decided that he was going to start naming characters in the film based off of real life people and just wouldn't let it go. Uh, the so example accurate. being uh, um, Mike Brody in <clears throat> Jaws 4, which was our first episode, he said looked like Barry Gibbs. Barry Gibbs. And uh, so... Singer of the Bee Gees. I yeah, I, I, singer of the Bee Gees, for those who don't know. Look them up, and then look up Mike Brody in Jaws the Revenge, and maybe you'll see you some decide. similarities, uh, maybe you won't. But from that, we have created a category called the Barry Gibbs Award, <laughs> and we're going to start off with the Barry Gibbs Award, yeah, who is <clears throat> the character that Brian think thinks looks like another person in the world. So, Brian, please take Am I starting one. or are you going to start? You're, you're start. This is you start. already get one. This is, this is you. This is, this is your category. Okay. Alright, well, I mean, it wasn't too, too hard. Ruby Rose in this movie, to me, especially the way they just did, like, weird slicked bangs and, like, not she had a dreadlocks. Lot of gel in like, her just hair. everything's gelled into, like, these weird grips of hair. Yeah. To a point where when she goes in the water and comes out and it looks normal, the guy's all, what's wrong with her hair? Yeah. Because usually it looks like spider legs everywhere. Anyways. Really had that hard, like, Mad Max <laughs> vibe going as far as her lookalike. 
uh, Mad Max is in Mel Gibson or <laughs> <laughs> no, no, uh, Charlie Theron. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking like. Just the 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 look. I don't know. Well, what I mean, it was. You, you probably have to say the fierceness in her face That's because fair. Charlie's the Theron yeah, and Mad Max is bald. Well, as yeah, fun. but <laughs> also true. Uh, I feel like you're thinking more like Alien Flux, you know, the one where she's got like the black, she's got like the jet mm. black hair and it's like kind of almost like combed to the side. That's right, I forget about that one. Um, they are very similar looking actresses though. It's in the eyes Yeah, it's sure. definitely 100%. Eyes. If eyes I, and cheekbones. If I had to make a comp thing. between Ruby Rose and another actor, like I would say Robert Pattinson in The <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Which is ironic because Ruby Rose played Batwoman in, in oh, the, the television series. So, um, oh damn! But there is a definite like his his like emo hair yep. in the Batman is totally the vibe that she's got going. Um, but you brought up another good one, um, and it was a hard second for me after you brought it up. I could not get it out of my head the rest of the movie. Uh, Rain Wilson as um, God. What's what is his character's name in this movie? Oh, uh, man, I had it pulled up and everything. Um, duh, 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 duh. let's see. I am so embarrassed. Dwight. Really, it could, really, it might, rich. Have, it might as well have been Dwight. Dwight. Uh, Jack Morris. Um. So, Rain Wilson is Jack Morris in this. I said looked like uh, Ted Lasso. He did. Um, I think there is a there is a case to be made that absolutely he is Ted Lasso's long lost brother. Exactly. Um, it was so the way it's it like was the, the hair, sure. and definitely the, the 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 style, the puffy jacket, the yeah. trucker hat look, yeah. He had the facial hair, but he doesn't have it trimmed to only yeah, a mustache. Yeah, exactly. He looked—he just like he looked like Ted Lasso whenever Ted's having like a really bad day. <laughs> yeah, like whenever good, Ted's that's really a good way depressed. To put it. Like that's, if you don't put it that way, you're insulting Ted Lasso. Yes, um, that's just not acceptable. <laughs> that was my um, that was my comp for the episode. Yeah, I, I that think was a good that. One. Um, Rain Wilson was definitely uh, doing a doing a, a shitty ass Ted Lasso impersonation. We got our our uh, Ted Lasso comp, and we got our Ruby Rose as <laughs> as Mad Max slash Mel Gibson slash Charlize <laughs> Theron and Alien Flux slash Yep uh, Robert Pattinson in um, the Batman. <laughs> as our uh, as our Barry Gibbs award, so that is going to be the uh, the Barry Gibbs uh, segment that we're we're going we're we're keeping going strong. Yeah, um, baby. How about we jump on into the good stuff, Brian? What did you like about this movie? What did you like about the Meg? The first thing I wrote was that Jason Statham has five o'clock shadow across his entire head. Everything matches. It's amazing. And you mentioned, for a guy who is basically going bald, he wears it so well. He, he <laughs> is the one man that I have noticed rocks the, the like, U-shaped hairline. Right. Um, 
I don't know of any other man that can really rock it as as good as he can. Um, It doesn't hurt that he's just so fucking handsome. And he's Um, ripped. And he's ripped and he's a badass. (laughs) Man can fight like a motherfucker. So, like, I don't know if, like, he's wearing that hairline or... We just don't he notice. just made it his bitch. I just don't yeah, know which one is which. Part but... of his eight pack. I, it's hard yeah. to tell. Um, but I feel yeah. like his eight pack had the same five o'clock shadow. I don't yeah, know. It, it all blended very well. But that might have just been <laughs> part of the, the all the CGI that was happening. It's That's hard right. to tell. You can make an eighty foot shark. I don't know. He's probably fix a hairline or two. Yeah, who knows? You blend it in with the rest of the eight pack and make a ten pack. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I the first thing that I have is that Jason Statham is perfect casting for Jonas Taylor. I know you've never read the book, mm-hmm. but um, just the description, like, <clears throat> I don't think we get the best performance out of Statham in this movie, and right. I don't think that's his fault. No. Um, I, as we kind of discussed, my understanding, and maybe we can... Um, kind of confirm this when we jump into the behind the scenes portion of this but my understanding is that the movie he signed on for is not the movie we ended up with basically right um that being said like physically like and spiritually he is very much what i picture um, Jonas Taylor from the novel being, uh-huh. uh, with the exception of his fucking eight pack, <laughs> um, uh, he does like he does have this like ordinarily Jason Statham has this like larger than life, just like don't fuck with badass, and he definitely right. has an element of this, yeah, in the film. As does Jonas Taylor in the book. He is this uh-huh. man who. Who has seen and done some incredible things, right? Um, but is also very unsure of himself and very, just, understandably afraid with a lot of the circumstances yeah. he finds himself in, right? And I think had we gotten a more serious approach mm-hmm. to this film, Jason Statham would have played that version of Jonas very, very well, yeah. Um, I, I do think that he has... He obviously has that a- acting capability. Oh, he has the him. range for sure. Yeah, 100%. I feel like he, they were fighting against it. Well, he was fighting against them. In a yeah. Return. Uh, again, a lot of a lot of the issues with his performance in this film are not his fault. He's no. trying really hard yeah. to rise above some questionable material that we will uh, get to but all that said I think he really is um, like I can't think of too many other people with the exception of like Thomas Jane you know from uh, your boy Paul Walker from Deep Blue Sea (laughs) Um, uh, previous uh, Barry Gibbs award winner the um, Punisher, right? Yes, yeah, uh, okay. I think I think he would have actually made a very good Jonas Taylor as well. Um, Ooh, but uh, 
I, I think Jason Statham is, is yeah, really really good casting. Um, I agree though. Even if even if his particular performance in this film might not um, reflect yeah. that casting. I think it lined up well for what it ended up being. Yeah. I mean, we all know that he's capable of being an amazing actor and he he has that range. Yeah. But he is also a perfect, you know, muscled up action movie actor and, and, and I mean his performance the, is very tongue in cheek as exactly. is most of the stuff in yeah. this movie yeah um, do the best of what you can with an imaginary yeah. CGI shark and yeah, with, with what is like <laughs> a, a, a green screen yeah. greener than this this background yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah um, what else you got for me uh, my second one was how much I hate Rain Wilson's character immediately when he steps on the scene, which is great. That's what they're going for. Yes. At first, I was just like, oh, God, like, it's just horrible. And you want to, like, blame the writing. But then I was like, well, no, that's probably what they're going for. So, damn, well done. And I threw it in the good section because I was like, I had, like, take it out of my bad section and put it in the good. Because I was like, well, they nailed it kind of right off the gate because whenever they try to redeem him, you know, it, it kicks back into, like, some backwards thing where it's not supposed to be that way you know he's obviously the bad guy and this is because of him and all this you know bullshit funding and blah 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 like yeah i feel like they they couldn't quite like he never becomes so unlikable to me mm-hmm. because like the first i remember the first time we saw it like when they pop in the helicopter and the yeah. guy's showing him the explosives i thought he was gonna blow up the the base. Oh, I legit thought that's what where that was going, and then he was just gonna annihilate all evidence. Yeah. Insurance, baby. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my god, this man is a monster. Right. He's here. It is. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, he's just gonna go kill the shark. I was like, like okay, he's covering his a ass and- douchebag, but he's not. He's hardly is he evil, and even when he yeah. gives that, even when he gives that speech where he's like, "I'm sorry about your losses," like I came here to celebrate with you and I'm mourning with you. I speech. do not think he's disingenuous. Right. Yet. I don't like. Yeah. I don't think like. I think he's a tool. Yeah. And I definitely think he's a coward, but I also don't think he's like. He's not a villain. I, yeah, I don't see him no. as like uh, this absolutely terrible person. I see yeah. him as this guy that. Like even when he's on the boat and DJ is freaking out about not being able yeah, to swim, right? he's like, he's like, dude, take a breath. Like, yeah. why are you freaking out? Yeah. Like, so like, I don't, I don't. They just pitch him really well as like a rich asshole. Yeah, but he's never, and they, they never really convey it that way either. That he's like, he's never, evil. he's never so, no. such an asshole that like I never, I never buy that he. Yeah. He doesn't care that people right. are dying. Like I the don't only time that he's at... ever like evil, quote unquote, is like when he's like concerned about the money. That's mm-hmm. like the most evil thing about him. Is like okay, like this is like a summer, a very expensive summer camp. Yeah, and so even... like the one of the few evilest things aside from like not alerting authorities and trying to handle it himself. Even that, like, I'm like, I maybe it's because, like, Rain Wilson has a natural right? charisma. Exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> he's not wrong. You guys are just 
fucking up left and right. Yeah. And like You're throwing money at this it, and you can't fix it. It's the also <laughs> the writing is just not yeah. very yeah. good. Where like you had you just laid in that he's just a dick, he's just a prick, he's just an asshole, but yeah. the kind of the writing kind of flip-flops yes. again. We're we're diving into territory that we will cover later on, but True. um he, he, <laughs> I would never call him a villain or no. asshole is like even pushing it for me. He's a douche. He's a tool, yeah. but nah, he's just a I don't even think he's like warrants the, the terrible. They try and like, they try and like, um, make him bad where he, like he flips off the boat and he's like, right. you idiots come back. And I'm like, yeah, no, they are idiots. They just yeah, really, left though. a man overboard. That again, is just terrible. Yeah. So, and I think I would be freaking the fuck out, too, if I was yeah, in, hard. like, a whale, like, carcass's Marcus. blood, and that there's nice. a giant killer shark on the loose. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I see what you're saying. He, the yeah. minute he walks off of that, yeah. that helicopter, you're like, ooh, yeah. there's, there's an air of douche. Yeah. And right I like now. to put it, that's why I was, like, happy to put it in the good section. So it was like, well, like, right off the gate, you're like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah, and we, like we know who really this well. guy is the minute yeah. he steps off of that helicopter. And it's like in the movie, like you were saying, like towards the tail end, where like you know everything's going wrong, and obviously the whole movie, but they're like they almost try and spin it like to like make everyone think, you know, like remember he's bad, like oh he's he's a bad guy, You're like kind of like a little too little, too late in this one, like yeah, what they needed to do, like, he's is, just a douche, like yeah, like you said, like. In the original, in the original Jurassic Park novel, mm-hmm. John Hammond is really just this this really conniving, unlikable billionaire, mm. and what a spin! And they they change it for the movie. Of course, he's the arguably the most likable character in the 100%. film. But in the book, he's he is wholly unlikable and Ooh. it's all about money for him he doesn't like his grandchildren and he Ooh. has a very grisly demise um in the book and that's what they needed to do they needed to just yeah. make this very cynical like it's all about the money like show me like why are we like yeah. why are we doing this you better show me profits blah, 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 blah. right not this like sort of he's joking right like he's joking yeah. like if we don't find anything then i just wasted like yeah, it was too much joke like, on the uh, money uh, number. Yeah, and again, we'll we'll get to that in right. in a minute. Yeah. But um, I agree that like yeah. the right out the gate, he does he does you. I did like it as a kid. Yeah. Aware of yeah. who this this douchey billionaire. Yeah, is, it's basically. like honestly one of my favorite characters. The way they wrote it, I'm yeah. just like, okay, I'm into it because right out the gate, you just you're just made to hate him. Yeah. And you can kind of just lean into it, even though he's not a bad guy. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, okay. Yeah, well, it's they, like, they, it's, they have fun with it. But, yeah. And it's probably not on purpose, but yeah. <laughs> due to the rest of the writing, it's hard to say that they... There are a lot of... There's a lot of inconsistencies. So. <laughs> um, my next good thing is uh, the tagging sequence where Jason Statham has to jump into the oh, water and swim yes. towards the shark. I think it's a great suspenseful scene. I agree. Um, I love the the um, 
the I want to say zip tie, but that's not what it's called. Just the the wire, right, that he's yeah, on. It's like his cable or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love that. Whole that bit. was cool. Um, I love the uh, the Finding Nemo reference where he's swimming and he just says, "Just keep swimming, just oh, keep yeah. swimming." I love that. <laughs> I think that that's great. Yeah, so many good references that they um, plugged very subtly. Yeah, there's definitely some good. They did something nods. well. It was some good subtle yeah. plugs here and there, we'll, which we'll touch on those. Yeah, later, but that was a good one. Um, I I just like that scene and I think it plays out very good. And and the when he's getting pulled back in and. He launches out of the water, and the yep. shark just misses him. Yeah, like, Whew, ha, I yeah, felt that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as far as CGI goes, that was one of the better scenes. <laughs> you don't have to try too hard, honestly. Um, There's a lot of wa- white water churning around. You can, you can get away with a lot, but <laughs> I was into it. It was action packed. It's 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 fun. It was a good build up to it, yes. where you don't think as much about yeah. the CGI. Yes. <laughs> Um, even though I think in that scene, that was one of the ones where I was like, look at the fucking sky. Yeah. Look at it. It's not there. What else you got? What else you got? I put in the good because as soon as I saw them, it just came flooding back to me. My love for the two scientists, Toshi and the wall and their relationship when in the beginning of the movie, they're all in the sub going just down. I'm just like, yeah. oh, they're just such little homies. You can tell they've been just working together for years. And they're just like homies. Like, oh, I just love it. It's, it's And it's very, you know. Yeah, it's pretty impressive that just like in the little fact. the little bit that they get together. Tiny. You can, you can tell that they're, they're, they're buds. You yeah. Know? I love that. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know what it was, but like that feels... Like the best relationship in the movie to me, uh, arguably like arguably. the most believable. It, yeah, for sure. Yes, um, I would say with the exception of Mac and Jonas, mm-hmm. and that's just because. Good point. And this is this is a perfect segue. Uh, yes, that's just because this is my next good. Yeah, yeah. That Cliff Curtis as. Mac gives the best performance in the film. Hands down. Um, Put the team on his back. Yeah, I think um, we talked about this. A lot of actors are given material, and some really good actors, if it's really bad material, manage to rise above the bad material. Um, But most actors cannot. And I think there are some really good actors in this film I think Jason Statham is a really great actor. Um, uh, and there, there, there are some fine performances in the movie. I even think Ruby Rose, who I don't think is like this incredible actress by any means, but I think she's delivered some good performances. Um, but you and I both agreed that she is not... Oof, um, doing her best work, and I don't <laughs> think that's entirely her fault. Also, I true. just think that there is they're not given a lot to work with in no. this movie. They're not given a lot character wise, and they're certainly no. not given a, a lot uh, dialogue wise. Yeah, there's not a lot of depth for those characters to work with at all. That being said, the character of Mac 
in the novel mm -hmm. is probably the best character um uh right next i mean jonas the whole story is all the stories are pretty much told from jonas's point of view more okay. or less him his wife and his children Interesting. um but mac is always kind of like on the sideline mm -hmm. i don't think I, I can't really recall too much of the time too many of the times that the story is told from mac's point of view he is yeah. For all intents and purposes, the loyal sidekick, but sure. he's funny, he's kick-ass, he saves Jonas's butt on the regular, um, and Cliff Curtis just embodies that. Um, he has a humbleness to him, for sure. And the the thing, the thing about Mac in the novels is that, like, he, I, neither one of these guys, like, in the novels, they're both, like, straight through Americans, particularly Mac, is that sort of like gung-ho, gun-toting, like wow. American, like let's chug beer sort of yeah. guy. Um, Interesting. Always like has a, a girlfriend or a girl or is getting into some sort of trouble. So yeah. he's very different huh. from this sort of like stable kind right. of like well-minded like sort of individual that we see cliff curtis play in this yeah. movie that being said the dynamic between him and jonas is very much uh, like at baseline very much the same <laughs> they're they're brothers i believe they serve together um, at least in the novels um so they have each other's backs yeah um they do a good job about that like yeah. when they come to like recruit him like he's the key component and, like, when they get him out there, like, he's the key component to, like, get Jonas yeah. on board. He always, and, like, like, both He's the one this... to calm him down. Yeah, exactly. Overcoms and stuff. It's cool. In this film and in the novels, mm -hmm. he is always, like, this, this thing that brings Jonas back to like reality yeah Whether, he's like, like his he's, anchor. he's losing his his mind about like oh so-and-so is doing this or we got to get the shark like mac is always like dude yeah we got to reassess you got to think about this this and this right um but all that said cliff curtis with the exception i only caught like one line of dialogue we both did where it was like not the best yeah but it was also still still in comparison leagues above yeah everybody else's <laughs> best well, I line. Can't, what did he say no, i can't remember i can't remember what it was either it was something towards the end it really was uh it was like something about a fish or whatever i can't remember now yeah well there was the one where he's like it was something about like we're going fishing or something like that right. that, that was that was, it was okay a, like it was, anybody it was else passing anybody else gave it like that would have been trash mm -hmm. but um yeah, I think he does great. Um, that's just because Cliff Curtis is a phenomenal character actor and has yep. done a ton of good work. Um, uh, some of the more recent stuff, Fear the Walking Dead. Right. Um, he's in Doctor Sleep as well. Um, oh, and uh, let's see. There's, I just want to give him a little bit more of a shout out because... Yeah. He really did put the team he, on his he, back. He, he really absolutely did. He had that, like, stoic moment a few times that really helped anchor it a bit, which it, was nice. It, it needed it a bit. 
It really did. <laughs> it needed a little extra, a emotion. little bit, of, a, little, a little bit of gravitas goes yeah. a long way. It uh, looks like he was actually in the most recent Avatar movie. Um, oh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. He's in Live Free or Die Hard. He's in Sunshine. These are some of his more. Um, uh, he's in Training Day. Yeah, some of his more um, genre-related pictures. Nice. Anyways, uh, Cliff Curtis... Classics. Does, uh, ...does really good work in this movie and rises above what is otherwise questionable material. Um, what else you got for me for good? The next one I put up was very similar to Toshi and the Wall's relationship. And it was Toshi's death. Because while they're trying to repair that ship, he is over there writing a letter for his wife. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this is like the most heart-wrenching death scene in the whole movie, almost. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of one that is more, like, gut-wrenching and, like, actually puts some, like, weight into the movie. Yeah. Like, what they're doing is costing lives because everyone's just getting tossed around by sharks left and right. Yes. And I'm like, oh, the way he sacrificed himself, the way he wrote his own note, as he's sacrificing himself, puts the note in the wall, in his best friend's pocket, yeah. shuts the latch, like, throws the lights, like, just sacrifices himself for everyone, like, yeah, and th- that, after you just have, like, this, like, six minutes or whatever of, like, them being, like, yeah. the coolest little duo of scientist buddies, you're just like, oh. I think that that's where you have one of those tonal whiplash moments mm-hmm. where you're like, wait a minute, everything's been really kind of, like, jokey and pretty right. easy going, and then... Boom, he's dead, and then we gotta... And it's right when you're just starting to see the shark. Yeah. You're like, okay, this is like that teeter point. Are we gonna go, like, full-blown, ridiculous CGI? Or are we gonna be like, there's still some mystery, like, Jaws, where you only get to see pieces of it still, because you've only seen, like, its underbelly, or it's passing at this point. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. This is very heavy, and now it's just... it's pretty yeah, much all jokes it. from there, even, like, after... That was, like, the most yeah. emotional thing. Yeah. That's even, why I liked it so much, and then it's like, All right! Chuck murders this girl! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday! Chuck <laughs> <laughs> <Shark> Mania! <laughs> Welcome to Chuck Mania! Exactly. Our first victim is Toshi! <laughs> Father of two, married for ten years! <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he bites the dust! <laughs> exactly. So, uh, it was one of my moments where I'm like, damn, that was a good scene. I'm like, alright, well, we're off the fucking rails now. <laughs> uh, I can piggyback on that okay. just a little bit. Um, you mentioned, you know, at that point, at that stage in the game, we hadn't seen too much of the shark. We seen like the underbelly. Yeah. Um, I have that there are some really cool shots of the shark. Um, for every fifteen to thirty shots of the shark, where it's absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, uh, <laughs> we get one 
shot that just you're just like oh man that is a monster of a beast right yeah. there and that looks so cool and they they get the they get the movement right they get the weight of it uh-huh. right um lighting they, they get the size there's that one of the girl like paddle boarding and you see the shark underneath Whoa, uh, killer i love the one the, the one that you mentioned where it's got the squid in its mouth and it's yeah. passing over yeah. Um, there's, uh, uh, there's a great one where, um, uh, oh gosh, um, before I absolutely, yeah, uh, Su Yin, um, uh, is in the, the, the tank, or the cage, rather, right. um, and the shark's passing by her, yeah. like, it, that, that, Looking there's some, there's some really cool, uh, shots of the shark in the film. <laughs> you're listening, you're bringing up a lot of the ones where you can barely see the shark. <laughs> it's it's less about like barely seeing the shark and more about movement. Yep. Um. Anytime the shark is moving the way a shark Should. moves, yeah, it usually looks pretty good. Well, it's like we talked about it, which like one of my next ones, which I put as a good, was it's right before the scene I'm about to talk about where like the little girl's down in the tubes of the like sanctuary thing and a little Roomba goes by with a shark fin yeah. taped to the top of it, which I just absolutely love. I think that's just fucking hilarious. It's like, pretty good. I never Somebody on the set was like, I'll put a shark fin on the stupid Roomba as it rolls through the center of the frame. I'm just like, a genius. But then the following scene is her coming face to face with yeah. the Megalodon as it stops nose to nose with the glass. And the first thing you said is like, they have to keep moving. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's right. I didn't yes. even think about it. Like, this, yeah, is, this is fucked right out of the gate. Like, yeah, it's a cool, scary, suspenseful scene, but not really at this point. And it's like sharks don't sharks just don't can't stop. It's not a thing. Stop like that, yeah. Um so there, but there the, are good key scenes there. Yeah. And it looks cool. When and every now but like anytime they want the shark to move fast, it just they have it it's the same problem that they had this this is going into bads and we're talking about goods but uh, <laughs> let, me, let me digress here for a minute since we're talking about it uh it's the same problem that they have in deep blue sea where yep. like anytime they try and get the shark to move fast you just like a shark of that size and that weight yeah if you're a mako shark and it's it's if you're doing a mako shark and it's you know six to seven feet long uh-huh. and X amount of pounds. I can see that. I've seen videos of Mako sharks move that fast. Mako shark is right. the fastest when you can really shark. Get going. Those things fly. Yeah. Um, but if you are a, what they're proposing as something near a hundred foot shark. Yeah. It's not going to move the same. There's just yeah. going to be a difference yeah. in the weight and the body movement. So when the shark is moving slowly, yeah, it looks very, very good. Yeah. Very, very believable. Anytime yeah. they try and speed it up, it just doesn't have the right yeah. weight, the right um, 
the right flow to it. I, right. I don't know. And this just comes from somebody who's watched a lot of videos of sharks because I am obsessed. Rightfully so. I mean, I feel like in the like newer Godzilla movies, they did a good job of like putting that like size and weight perspective mm-hmm. to something that big. Like, yes. you don't see Godzilla's like sprinting through the city because it doesn't work and that when, way. When you do see him run, you you He's feel that wind going. Feel yeah. How much it takes yeah, to things get are that toppling. going. Yeah. Um, it looks like he's moving slow, even yeah. though he's moving fast. Yeah. They they haven't they have not nailed that down for sharks no. yet. Not it's at all. Very hard to They're still doing like kick turns. It's hard to do the weight of water plus the weight right. of the shark. Yeah. It's hard to do that in CGI and get yeah. that right, you know? That's a lot. And it wasn't dialed in. And yeah, the good yeah. scenes are slow scenes yeah. for the most part. Yeah. Uh, what else you got for me? Uh, that was the last one on my the, good the, was, was my sweet little Roomba with the shark yeah. phenomics. Yeah. I just loved it. Yeah, it just, yeah, I, I loved it. <laughs> and, and I got a little, I, I got another one to just tag right onto yeah. that. Uh, the I love the the hamster ball bit. Oh, so the, good! The dude's rolling around in the hamster ball. I think that's that a great setup. And then awesome. when he does get eaten, like just and they leave it up for a while too, which mwah. I love. Just it's just mwah. they drop that's, it in there real quick, and you're just like, no way. There's hamster yeah. balls, guys rolling around out there. Like, let's go. Come yeah, on. that is Don't that is the stupid that we needed throughout the entire movie. Loved it. Um, I thought that was right. Great. Yeah. So that, and there were some good fucking scenes with like on that beach where there's just hundreds of people yes. just kicking and splashing of it just gliding underneath them. Yeah, and that's like another one of those slow scenes where yeah. it still looks killer. Yeah. Like the lighting, the size, the perspective, like Pun that area, that bird that I view is just fucking bitching. It's one of my favorite scenes. Yeah, and I, I wish in that scene that the shark was just like taking mouthfuls of people. Right? That, that would have been fucking cool. That would have been too good. Before anyone really noticed. Yeah, just kind of opening his mouth because they're just getting like sucked in. Yeah, because it's, it's like, I don't even remember exactly what happens and then someone... It's like a very close pan shot of someone just yelling shark, and it's just pandemonium. Like, it was the uh, one white woman on the beach, <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> very of <cool>. course it was. This makes so much sense. So, yep. You know, this Mandarin beach and one white woman yell shark and everybody seems to understand i mean i don't know maybe but people they all everyone knows it's the only other line in that scene that's in english because the other the other line that they deliberately said in english was oh hey girls come over here and it's the dudes on like a floating anchor dock to the chicks on an anchor dock and then it catches the chain and brings the women dock to crashing into them. I mean, it makes sense because most of other cultures are really well versed oh, yeah. in Absolutely. Uh, English because, you know, they're just smarter than Americans. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, it does make sense. They're bilingual. That, that they're a bunch would, of fucking assholes. Yeah. Um, so. Checks out. Um, yeah. And speaking of assholes, we're going to jump right on <laughs> into the shit 
but before we get to that, we do have one other award that we like to give out here on the Johnny Jaws cast. Um, again, stems from our very first episode. Right. Um, where I was a big, big fan of Michael Caine's character in Jaws of Revenge. Uh, his name is Hoagie. Uh, I think he's a great character. I think he's got all the suave and debonair of James Bond and has all the craftiness and wittiness of Indiana Jones and has all the handsomeness of Michael Caine. And And, uh, he's got some really good jokes, too. But Brian, however, just seemed to hate every single thing about him. So we came up with the Hoagie Award, which is the character that one of us loves and one of us hates. So I really have no idea because we didn't discuss this one at all. So I'm, I'm very curious to see what you uh, what you came up with as far as characters are concerned for the Hoagie Award. Is it supposed to be who I hate or who you love? It could be. It could be, it could either, be either. Either or. Mm, I had a really hard time with Paige Kennedy, who is DJ. And it's just... I think I think we could both agree that neither one of us enjoyed him. That just bothered me. I just... I wanted him to be, like, a fun comedic relief, and it just never he's, landed. He's not, he's, not, he's not particularly good. So I don't no, know like, if we could... We could yeah, it wasn't even like he was supposed to be a hero. I was just like this person that I wanted to really like and and just couldn't get on board with. And I was like, God damn, I'd be really pissed if Johnny likes this guy. But man, he just was a waste of space. And I, I I could not argue for him. <laughs> what else? Do you have anybody else that you you really like? I put Toshi because I really liked Toshi, but that's yeah. I mean, there's there's no reason I to really he's... dislike Toshi. Right. The only you know, one that that I thought for time. a hot minute that like you seemed okay with that I was like, no, I I I want kick her overboard. And then I think towards the well, end, you can't say the you, kid. Yeah. No, you like the kid? No, I didn't like the kid. Oh, I didn't like the kid. I thought either. I thought you liked the kid. Oh no, I couldn't stand her. I thought you liked no. the kid for a little bit. I was like, God, I, this is this is gonna be. Oh, see, I was wondering because there was a scene where I was just like, God damn, that's a terrible child actor, and he didn't say anything, and I was like, either he didn't hear me or he disagrees very strongly. Wow. <laughs> it was a moment of disappointment because I was like. Oh, dude, I was convinced that was going to be our Hoagie Award right there. <laughs> I was like, fuck. I don't know if we have a Hoagie Award now. I don't know if we do. Um, <laughs> God damn, no, that was horrible. Yeah. She was just... I don't know if she was too good or too bad for the role, but man, it just bothered me so much. And honestly, I don't know if I can even just write it off to the movie as just being I don't writing. Like, if, I could, if I could make an argument, I don't think she's... I don't think she's particularly bad it's just that they're trying to write her as kind of like one of the Olsen twins like she's too yes. smart for her her own age and that's a good way like, to put it I don't like it when they do that with kids same um it's like dude you're eight years old you're not the smartest person in the room like I yeah. don't like it when they write kids that way same thank you okay yeah I do like the bit where she's like walking away like uh Lori's like you owe me a soda and she's like fine Fine, 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 fine. Because I'm like, that's actually, that's something 
that kids do. They just repeat their word <laughs> as they like, walk away. I'm pretty sure that's the scene when I said, "Yeah, that is the exact moment where, child where actor. you're like, that's a horrible child silent. actor." And I was like, "That's actually the one bit that I think she did good in because as a parent, I'm like." Yeah, no, that's what kids do. That is absolutely what kids do. So, um, uh, but I think, I really do think if there, we kind of touched on it already, if there really is a, a Hoagie Award, and I think this is, it, we kind of talked about even before the movie began, right? that it's probably going to be Rain Wilson, because I think you, oh, you do like him, and I, you know... I I don't I just don't think he's right. I think he's too charismatic for the for the role. I think yeah. I think he's too naturally likable yep. that he doesn't fit what they what they, they really are. More of a douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They they did. So. I liked him right out the gate, like we talked about, but for that role, no, you're totally right. They sh- they they needed someone who can be like just a a cold hard dick. You yeah. can't play both. Yeah. No matter how they they could have wrote it the same way, but he could have still wrote that side of just being a fucking asshole. Yeah. And um, I think he could pull it off. Probably. It's too, uh, it's too nice. You know, it, it, like um, like our. Uh, like our boy in um, God, what's that movie? Uh, what's that movie that um, they made in like nineteen eighty three, where it was like they had a shark in it, right? Oh, and, sure, uh, that one. Uh, it was uh, it was like three D. What's that movie? <laughs> it had like it was about teeth, right? Was that movie? It's like teeth 3D. I hate you so much. Yeah, you know, if they had come up with a character kind of like that that guy from Teeth 3D, <laughs> I think his name was <laughs> Philip Fitzroyce. <laughs> Managed to make someone so fucking dastardly charming. So fucking so you like him. So cool. They want him to win. <laughs> But you're also like, I don't ever want to hang out with that guy. <laughs> uh, Philip Fitzroyce, our previous uh, winner of the Hoagie yeah, Award. Yeah, he's a Hoagie <laughs> fucking Hall of Famer. <laughs> <laughs> Cocksucker. That <laughs> guy's still alive. Let's get him on the podcast. I'm uh, he's very much dead. Damn! <laughs> Missed our chance. It's funny you say It's funny you say cocksucker when the shark ended up like <laughs> sucking on him. <laughs> he was just like lodged in his throat. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> He's like stuck in there. That's how the. That's how fucking Dennis Quaid <laughs> saves the day. Fucking Fitzroy's hand is holding a grenade and he's still in his mouth. Like the shark hasn't swallowed. Vince Royce, it's been like oh. fucking hours <laughs> in the movie, and his hand's still just like hanging out. Like, it's really horrible. How are you not choking? Do sharks not? I don't know. <laughs> sharks gag wow. reflex. Whole different Please. Wikipedia search. <laughs> at us on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. Johnny Orr Show. At us. 
Do sharks have a gag reflex, please? We Ooh. need to know. Uh, dark web shit right there. <laughs> Speaking of dark web shit, we're on to the shit. Terrible segue. I'm embarrassed. I liked it. Um, Big fan. Brian, what... How much time do we have? What didn't you like about this movie? This list is twice as long as my uh, As is mine. Yeah. My first one is that Dr. Heller is a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> From the beginning of the movie to the moment he decides to sacrifice himself. That he's was just a fuck. That was the very first thing that I wrote. Yes. So I was like, why is the doctor giving Jonas shit for saving everyone's lives? Including himself. And I mean this is this is gonna go back this we're gonna we're gonna touch on this again in a little bit, but yeah. the the opening of the movie just does not sync up. No. And it never has because the doctor is busting Jonas's balls, saying that he's mentally unstable when Yeah. Jonas made the correct call and saved everyone's lives within seconds. And there's yeah. just really no way you well, can debate that. Well, that. sacrificing his, like, best friends. Yes. To save the people he had already rescued. Yes. He counted the numbers and went for it. Yes. He made the call. Exactly. Including the doctor. So the doctor is absolutely a tool. He's a tool in the book, too, but it makes... Looks good sense in the book because well yeah it's a different case right it, it's the beginning of the book plays very differently yeah. than the beginning of the movie I believe um that. but I uh I hope you believe me I'm not just like making this shit up just for the yeah. fuck of it like yeah sometimes <laughs> fair enough <laughs> um but yeah he is uh <laughs> If if I was going to say anything about Dr. Heller, I would say he is the fuckiest of fuckfaces. Right. Um, and in the movie, he, like, not only does he, like, criticize his choice, he is also his, like, like exit interviewee, or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, no, like, uh, that, that is the, the, the other thing that I followed up with. Yeah. Uh, in my bads, a little bit later on, they show um, Dr. Heller's, like, like um, analyzation yes. of Jonas yeah. in a video clip. And I'm like, and I leaned over to you, and I told you, I was like, there is no way yeah. that someone who was a part of said disaster yeah. would be allowed... <laughs> To be the analyzing doctor yeah. of the person that made that choice. There is yeah. no way in hell that that would so bad. ever happen. Such a shit show. Because that doctor would also be analyzed himself. Yeah. And he makes the call, like, write him off and, like, ruin his career. That, as, that like, would he had, like, never, pressurized psychosis or whatever it was. Never in a million years would that ever happen. No. That you could not, you could not have someone who was part of the same disaster be <laughs> in charge of diagnosing 
someone else in the disaster. It just would not happen. Yeah. It's preposterous. It's hip preposterous, as the kids are saying. And I do love that that interview, like, the video recording of that interview ends. (laughs) Jason just reaches over to fucking land one on him. It just cuts out. Yeah, that son of a bitch had it coming. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, um... All right, what else you got? My next one was how horrible of a mother. Uh, what's yeah, her sorry, name? Is? Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sunyin. Sunyin. Um, just atrocious from the moment she enters the screen after it's said catastrophe. She just ignores her daughter left and right. Yeah, she's just completely dismissed half the time. When the daughter's, like, around, her mother's not around. Yeah. She's not even, like, in the scene. It's a very... It is a very, um... And, I mean, then you see the relationship kind of with uh, Su Yin and her father. And you're like, all right, cool. Makes sense. Um, but, yeah, uh... really. Still, like... <sighs> like, she goes to start the rescue. Like, I'm just gonna go get them. I'm taking a sub down. I'm gonna yeah. tow them out. And she's... They're like... Don't go. Everyone's arguing with her. She just takes off. And the only thing that stops her is the fact that she happens to run into her daughter, who is playing with, like, dolls in the hallway. Yeah. And then it's like, oh. And then she goes anyways. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, the fact that her daughter is just, like, playing in those, like, glass tubes by herself. Yeah. Meg breaks through. Multiple and times. And the fucking thing. And they're like, <gasps> my daughter. And it's like, How? <laughs> what the You're also in an just underwater. Like, can we just <laughs> never in a million years? If I thought something bad was gonna happen to my kid, would I be like, my son? <laughs> yeah, you are gone. Yeah. And maybe, maybe that's maybe that's a maybe that's a dialect thing. Maybe it's a a. a different sort of thing in their country. You have to think, is Jason Statham standing there in a towel wooing you? Yeah, your brain brain might be turned to oatmeal. I get that. Yeah, no, I get that. Uh, uh, Six-pack, perfect hairline. (laughs) My son. (laughs) You might you might have got me there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that just kind of benefit of the doubt. I would say that <laughs> that sort of stuff that dialogue kind of ties into a lot of my negatives which I'll, I'll just kind of Oh yeah. I'll just kind of Yeah. A lot of these are synced up. Yeah. So, um what I had for this is just right out the gate Really bad writing. Yeah, that's just what just just yeah. this that covers about two or three of mine. The writing <laughs> in this film is abhorrent. It yep. is atrocious. I can't say enough bad things that it just this is not the way people talk. No, ever. I leaned over to you a couple of oh, times. Yeah. I was like, who talks like this? Yeah. No one. Painful. Um. One of the few exceptions is when DJ's on one of his rants that 99.9% of it is just like, yeah, some white guy wrote this dialogue for yep. this African-American and this is not the way they talk. 
pushed it so sassy and over the, the top. One exception is when he breaks and he's like, these are my friends, man. Like, that moment uh-huh. is so real and so believable that yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, that, that actually cuts deep. And I believe that. that yeah. Like, he, he is hurt and he doesn't know how to process the fact that all of his friends are dying right now. Yeah. Um, but most of the actors can't rise above the material. No. One exception really being Cliff Curtis. Um, yeah. And I said that... <laughs> Dialogue feels like it's trying to be Marvel in its prime, but comes across feeling like Marvel movies now. Damn. That's uh, so accurate. It's just so much tongue-in-cheek. Like, anytime there's ever anything remotely serious happening, it is immediately undercut by a joke, by a witty yep. comment, by something smarmy. Yeah, just it's just not how people talk. It's not how people react. It undercuts the realism. It undercuts everything that could make this movie scary, frightening, or relatable. Damn, that's a good way to put it, though. Um, super accurate. <laughs> As a Marvel fan, that is so accurate. <laughs> and this is this is coming from someone who likes everything up to Endgame, like. I like all of that. I think all that includes of... Iron Man too. <sighs> that's up until Endgame that covers. We might need to everything. Do, we might need to do a podcast on Iron Man too, just to fucking air this shit out. But that is an argument for another day. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go down that rabbit trail. Um. But yeah, it, I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like thinking about Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man, thinking about uh, um, Chris Evans in yep. you know, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Civil War, and just like yeah. how good so much of that is, even with its smarminess, even with its yeah. o- over-the-top like, witty dialogue. shit. Yeah. There's still um, some, like, emotion. Yes. Because it doesn't just immediately get washed out with and they're, shitty, they're, humorous lines. They are trying so hard in this movie to, to emulate that. It just falls flat yep. every single yep. time. Um, it's rough. It's yeah. really rough. And poor Jason Statham, I told you, it's just like, I yeah. feel so bad for him because he's forced <laughs> to deliver all of these really, really bad lines. And you can almost see it in his eyes yeah, that he's like, he is just trying his uh, fucking best. I know this is bad, but this is, this is yeah. what I got to do. Sort yeah. of the deal. Like, <laughs> I signed a contract. They're paying me money. Forgive yeah. me. Um, but yeah, so much of that. Dude, this movie is just bad writing upon bad writing. It's not only yeah. the dialogue, it's the story. It is just a poorly, poorly written script. Yep. And if you don't have a good script, how in the world can you expect to have a good movie? Yep. Script is the basis of everything. Yep. So, I think at one point they had a good script and studio execs got in and they're like, no, let's make it a little bit more family friendly. Let's make yeah. it a little bit more funny. Let's make it a little less violent. Let's make it a little mm-hmm. bit more 
you, you know, jokey, over yeah. the top, silly. Right. And they just ended up making this cookie cutter of a very, very bland script that tried to appeal to too many people. And you know what? It ended up being fairly successful financially. So I guess oh, they I'm got sure. what they wanted. But in the end, you just end up with a film that has no fucking teeth. Yep. Pun intended, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that covers most of mine as far as bad goes. I mean, aside from like little niche things, like, okay, we made it to the bottom of the marriage marinara trench whatever you want to fucking call it like 15 minutes yeah 15 minutes like and then caught her after said 15 minutes within two look it up how 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 deep is the the marina trench like how long would it take to travel to the bottom of it while you're looking that up um i have uh the toshi picture when they're like looking up the Megalodon, and for some reason they had, like, Toshi's picture pulled up on the computer. Yeah, right? Like, we forgot what our friend looked like. This is our friend that just died. Here's our picture of Toshi, just in case you guys forgot. And, yeah. um, the CGI is just, is just bad. There's, this movie is pretty much nothing but CGI. Um, backgrounds... Um, Rough. foregrounds, water, um, animals, uh, rough. you know, whole environments, uh, it, it just, it, it just does not look real. I'm watching yeah. this film and I'm going, they are just on a soundstage with green screen, green screen, Painfully. green screen, everywhere around them. It just, it, it just hurts my fucking soul because I'm sorry, you just go and watch the OG. Yeah. And I can fucking taste the salt water (laughs) in the air every time I watch that movie, man. Oh, yeah. And when I watch this film, I feel like I'm in some I don't know, uh, virtual reality like basically cane bullshit at Disneyland. That's yeah. just what I feel like. It doesn't feel real at all. What it made me think of was in comparison, it's like a good and a bad was like the shallows where she's like so like very much stuck on that rock and it feels mm-hmm. so real and like the texture of it and like just everything about it, the depth of the water and everything and there's nothing about that in this movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, that was the first thing that came to mind when you were talking about, like, just there's nothing, like, tangible about it. Uh-huh. You can't, like, latch on to any little thing that makes it feel real. Where in that movie, you're just like, you feel like you're stuck on that rock. Like, you feel the roughness. Like, and you know the, what What a testament to The Shallows is? Yeah. Is that most of that movie was filmed on a soundstage. Yeah. Almost all of it was. Yeah. And that's how much better that film looks. And that's how much better their shark looks. Yeah. Their shark looks real. 99% of that movie. There are a couple of clips towards the end where it gets a little like fucking 
Pinocchio-esque where Monstro jumps out of the water, the shark jumping right. out of the water with yeah. a flare on it. I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, that looks like a cartoon. Yeah. Uh, but Shallows, and we will get there on this podcast. Yeah, baby. But uh, that that is a that is a movie where they 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 took the assignment serious. Yes, there's a lot more depth to that. It feels so much more like like visceral. Speaking of depth, it takes four hours and it is seven miles to get to the bottom of the trench. <laughs> and they did it in like twenty <laughs> minutes of the movie. <laughs> seven miles. Deep. Uh, four hours. Yeah. We talked about just like, I was, I was like, there's no way that they could die. They're, that they're seven miles deep. Yes. And they're diving and they said they did it in like 15 or so minutes yeah. or that she was 15 minutes ahead of him. Yeah. And the way that they cut it, like there's, they don't cut it in a way that it, it suggests that it takes four hours. They cut it in a way that it, yeah. it, Suggests it takes about 20 minutes. <laughs> and Jonas is diving deep. He's diving so fast that he catches up with Sue. Oh, yeah, he gets a nosebleed. Very, fairly quickly, and he just gets a nosebleed. His fucking submersible would have <laughs> been destroyed if he had tried to take it can. that deep that fast. Yeah. Just does... The science is not there. Yeah. So... Um, it was a little rough. Uh, but it's the movies. <laughs> totally cool. Um, any any random thoughts for me? Do you have anything at all? Yeah. Where are my random thoughts? Yes. Uh, most of my random thoughts were Jaws references. Yeah. I had a lot of them. Well, a lot being. Go ahead. Hand what you got. The first one that I picked up on, which was when they were like coming into that harbor where everyone's out there swimming, it's like hundreds of people, was the first close up scene is a group of people on a banana boat. Mm -hmm. And they just blow past the camera real quick. And I'm like, banana boat. Mm -hmm. It was all I could think of. And I was like, oh which my God. Is, which is fantastic. I've never, I just had never registered that before. It's and so quick. It, I was like, that's a good catch. That is a very good catch. Like it just stood out so fast, and it's like a two-second clip of that. Banana boat for all you Jaws the Revenge fans, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. Yeah, baby. <laughs> you brought up the other one with the dog. The dog is named um, Pippin. Pippin. Just like the dog in Jaws that gets eaten. Yep. This dog does not. This dog does not. Which it swims at about 20 knots. <laughs> it's the fastest swimming uh, dog known to man. <laughs> ridiculous and uh and the other one was the kid on the beach nagging yes. his mom with yes. a raft in hand to go swimming and nagging and nagging and nagging and finally she's like fine go swimming stay close a a mom that definitely looks like she is the proper age yeah for the child that she mothered not <laughs> like <laughs> jaws 60 year old <laughs> Alex Kittner's six-year-old mom, <laughs> who, uh, Lee Remick, uh, uh, um, um, excuse me, not Lee Remick, I was just listening to stuff on The Omen, um, the, uh, let's see, I'm gonna get this right, right now, um, uh, 
You know, I love to say someone's name, not remember it, and I gotta look it up immediately and take fucking fifteen minutes to very good to get it. Uh, oh my god, why, why, why am I seeing this? This is this is preposterous. Why is Chris Pine? That was an aggressive Dungeons and Dragons ad. Yes. Oh very, my god. Very upsetting. Yeah, I just they, wanted to see the full cast for dogs. Half so, of their budget right there. Oh uh, yeah, here we go. It's, it's coming in. Here we go. I got it. Uh, here we go. Lee Farrow. Farrow. Um, fuck you. It's not my fault. Guys, I apologize. We do this podcast drunk. One I like of the, Chris Pine. This is uh, one of the uh, one of the fun parts about doing this podcast is we do it drunk. One of the not so fun parts about this podcast is I can't remember shit when I'm drunk. <laughs> um, she was about she was forty five years old at the time of filming. At the time of filming, really? Yeah, she lived to be ninety. Good for her. She God died. Damn. She died from COVID. Oh, uh, that hurts my soul. Yeah, yeah. Damn. But I mean, nineties solid, dude. That's that's solid. God, like she doubled her. She like from the time of filming Jaws, she lived an entire life. Yeah. After that, that's you so know? cool. Um, Good for her, man. If I could be ninety, I'd be a very happy person. I mean, maybe you might be a miserable ninety-year-old. Uh. Pretty miserable fucking 31-year-old. 32? 31? 31, how dare you? <laughs> you said you were about to say 30. You forgot that you were 31. Yeah, I used to be. <laughs> Hard 27. <laughs> Dude, I've been 30 for the last fucking five years. That's you right. Me, <laughs> I, I turned 30 when I was 28, and I'm still 30 now. <laughs> When did we start filming? I was like 25? Yeah, I'm 25. Yeah, 25 is solid. I have one random thought, and we can kind of wrap up this episode with this. Um, Hit me. How are underwater labs built? (laughs) It's always bothered me. Are they, like, put together underwater with, like, people with, like, submersibles and in wetsuits and shit like that underneath and like a whole bunch of stuff and then they suck the water out <laughs> are they built up top and, and then low like slow? seal them and lower them yeah in? I, I don't know they wouldn't sink yeah they'd have to like drain the water and then repressurize yeah. it mm-hmm. if you know how underwater labs are built please at the johnny horror show on twitter or on instagram yeah specifically those like hamster tubes that are in the meg now I'm curious. Yeah, because like they, they exist, right? I've only ever seen them in movies and yeah, cartoons. Like horrible shark movies. Yeah, I really want to know uh, But I feel like they have to be based in somewhat of reality. They have to be put down there hollow, drained, like sealed, drained, and re pressurized. Pressurized. Yeah, that's the only way I can figure. Filled with air, you're not gonna be able to get it down there. Yeah. But I'm also worried I sound like a fucking idiot right now. Yeah. Or maybe they build it underwater. Like, I feel like I've seen stuff of people building shit underwater, but the fuck do we know? (laughs) One of us kind of went to college, the other (laughs) did not. So, and. Damn, now I'm curious.
And just like you're curious which one of us went to college and which one of us did not, we will now be taking bets. Um, yeah. Not much like the, the bets that we will be taking as to how this fucking movie even got made after years and years in development hell because I think the original Meg novel came out in like 1995. Let's see if Oof. I can confirm that. 97! So this film has been in development hell since like 1998, basically, because... This, it came out in 2018, right? Yes. Essentially, yeah, it feels like it was longer like, ago. But. Essentially like 20 years in development hell. Because Meg came out and was a hit. Uh, and uh, obviously spawned a significant number of sequels. Uh, How many books are there now? Uh, there is six books, I believe, with Damn. a seventh on the way. How many do I got up there? Ooh. Yeah, I got six up there, and I do believe the seventh is going to be the last one. Yeah. So, um, but we will be discussing the novel uh, and the making of the film in our next two episodes on Meg in this segment of the Johnny Jaws cast. Uh, thanks for tuning in to hear our thoughts on the film starring uh, good old uh, I was going to say Jonas Taylor but it's uh, uh, Jason Statham and uh, uh, Cliff Curtis and uh, was it was it Lee Bing Bing or Bing Bing Lee it was Bing Bing Lee. Bing Bing Lee. Yes. And uh, Ruby Rose. Uh, yeah. The 2018 film that we saw in Las Vegas <laughs> on uh, during my uh, bachelor party. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am your host, Johnny Horror, with me. Brian Keller. The one and only. And uh, thanks for tuning in to the Johnny Jaws cast. And we will continue our discussion on the Meg shortly. It's going to be shortly for us. For you guys, it'll probably be like a week. Yeah, I need another beer. Me too. I need several drinks. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a week. <laughs> <laughs> We're just in here for a week. They don't let us out. <laughs> <laughs> Rationing, you know. Uh, adios, motherfuckers! <laughs>